What's up, everybody? You're listening to episode 15 of <gasps> Just Breathing with Lauden Lungs. Uh, this is a great time to be alive. And uh, it is. It is a great time to be alive. And I think it's funny that that's comical, which is kind of why I said it. <laughs> because most people think this is the worst time in human history. So I'm just going to start with that. It is a great time to be alive because you're alive. Yeah. And it's a great time to be alive, especially if you live in America, because you live in the greatest country still. Amen. In the entire world. So, and that kind of segues into what I wanted to talk about. Uh, Today in an interview that I was listening to on YouTube, I heard someone make a statement. And and right now we have a lot of uh, talk about unity. And it's kind of a contested subject because some people do not feel unified right now in this country. Some people feel, you know, you have people on the Republican side that feel like the, you know, election was pulled out from under them. The rug was pulled out from under them. Um, And that's fair. I, I think the Democrats felt that when Trump won in 2016. And that's why they uh, complained about it for (laughs) four years. Um, And and I hope that's not the norm that's going to be, you know, if Biden gets into office, I hope that's not the norm for the next four years. Mm -hmm. We have to show something different. And I'm kind of showing my cards here. Um, I don't care. You know, we have to act different, especially, you know, me as a Christian, I want to act differently. Yeah. I'm not going to make up allegations. I'm not going to complain and make someone into the devil mm. unless they show themselves to be undeserving of my respect, undeserving mm-hmm. of my support. You know, I said this when President Trump, I didn't vote for President Trump in 2016 um, just because of a lot of his moral failings and, and his character traits. Um, I thought it was unbecoming of a president. My mind and my my philosophy, nah, it's not even philosophy. My thinking on politics and on politicians has sort of shifted mm-hmm. um, over the past four years. But at that time, that's what I was focusing on. But I said, you know, when he became president, I said at that time, I said, it is our duty to pray for our president. Yeah. You know, God placed this person in office. And if Biden's the next president, God placed that person in office. That's a very Christian idea. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very biblical idea. Mm-hmm. It says it in scripture that he is the one that puts rulers in power. Right. Uh, and I believe it. Right. Um, so that was that was my position. It was my position. I, I saw a post on Facebook, like one of those memories that mm-hmm. they show you on Facebook. And I had the same exact reaction when Obama got in for a second term. Mm. You know, I posted that same verse right. um, about God placing rulers in power. That's my feelings on the election. Um, and right now in our country, we have this weird thing happening where now that the right people are, you know, president elect, um, now unity can happen. Mm. You know, now healing can take place. And it's a very weird 
weird and contentious issue because some people, like I said in the beginning, don't feel this unity. Oh, yeah. You know, some people feel like, hey, you just like beat me over the head with a club for four years. You know, if I came out and I supported a conservative ideal, you said I was a racist. You said I was the devil. Mm -hmm. You said I was Hitler, you know, and now that you're in power, we should all just unify. (laughs) We should all just heal. And And it feels like a diversionary tactic to just kind of take your eyes off of the things that have happened or the things that are still happening yeah, and just kind of go with the flow of what is now. Yeah. You know, and it's a, it's a contentious thing and, and you can have, you know, for people that are listening, you can have your own opinions on it. And I value your freedom to have those opinions. Um, that was a huge tangent, by the way, because I started talking about an interview that I listened to, but I felt like it was good to sort of preface the time that we're living in right now. That way, if people are listening to this in the future, right. they can kind of know where we're at in our country. And I feel like I just have to add in something. So yeah. it is a biblical viewpoint um, that God puts people in power, and uh, he also calls us to 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 pray for them. <clears throat> but it doesn't mean that he thinks that person is specially special. No, no, no. <laughs> it, it like no. there have been a lot of people who have risen to power who have been awful people. Right. Uh you know, like Hitler, you know, is what everyone thinks of. Sure. And God allowed that. Mm-hmm. Did he do good things? No. Mm-hmm. Was he awful? Yes. Mm-hmm. And um I think the thing that's that's also a thing to remember like yeah, we do we do need to pray for them. Um and and sometimes God gives a group of people what they deserve too. Mm-hmm. Um not that Yeah, I'm just saying right. God puts people into power and sometimes we don't understand why. Yeah. <laughs> it's and it's not because they're right. like a Jesus figure. That's not, you know. Yeah. Um I just feel like when you said that I feel like I had to give it context. Sure. No, I think that's great because I I think I naturally, because I've thought through some of those things personally, I don't really think to pref- preface and, and sort of surround that verse with that context. Yeah. Um, but I think that's super important because the, I mean, the, it's going to be an age old question that I don't, I don't, I don't think we can get into tonight. Um, of why does God allow bad things to happen? Right, right. You That's know, a, a deep, deep, deep. It's a deep question. Um, there are some humongous answers to that question. There are some extremely simple questions right, right. to that question. I think, you know. It can go very many different I ways. think it can go many different ways. And I think the simplistic answer, and this is not a cop-out answer either, is that who are we to understand the ways right, of God? right. And if we did understand the ways of God, would he really be a God worth following? Right. He wouldn't um, be high above us. And enough. that's, <laughs> and that's, that's a simplistic answer. Yes. yes. And I'm totally willing to have a, a deeper, longer, more thought out answer, mm-hmm. you know, with other people. But for the sake of this, this conversation, that's kind of where I stand. Right. God places those people in power. I don't have to like them. Right. They don't have to be good people. Mm -hmm. 
and I don't have to understand why. Right. You know, I just have one example. I just want to put out there about what we're talking about. So you think of, you think of the Israelites. Yeah. And at first they had Kings, which God wasn't super fan of that in the first place, but they wanted it. So he gave it to them. And, you know, they had just a they had a few kings well they had a lot of kings but <laughs> the the kings kind of represented the people for the most part not all the time but they were kind of if the people were really going downhill a lot of times their king was also going downhill right um not all not always sometimes they had some awesome kings yeah um and then that that did help the people but then they you would, would usually <laughs> I wonder if people heard that. I, I don't know, but that'd be great if they did. Keep going, though. Um, if you didn't hear that, that was our son coming down to tell us <laughs> he had to go pee. Oh, that's great. Um, podcast from home. Yes, yes, podcast from home. But yeah, no, I just wanted to, to throw that in. And then eventually they didn't even, they got put into um, captivity yeah. uh, because of the way that they were going. But um. But yeah, so I just thought I'd add that, add that in. Yeah. No, I, I again, I think it's good context to have that and, and preface that, that verse of God putting rulers in power. But this interview that I listened to, uh, the person made a statement that just kind of stuck out to me um, because I know in the last podcast, I do want to focus on unity. I, I think that, you know, in a Christian context, the Holy Spirit is a unifier. The Holy Spirit is someone that brings groups together, mm-hmm. brings people together, um, because I think that's God's ultimate goal for humanity is unity and peace. Yeah. Uh, that's what it was at the beginning, and that's, I think, where he would love to lead the world, you know, and, and that's what Christians, they're sort of— job in this world is to be those ambassadors that lead people to peace and unity. Um, it's true. So I I definitely have that focus, but this person made a statement that unity is the goal, but right now there is a, an attack on Liberty. And she was saying that she really believes that our fight right now needs to be focused on Liberty. Hmm. Um, and it just stuck out to me because she's like, I'm not against unity. I want unity. Right. I want <laughs> us to come together and realize that there are far more things in common than there are differences in our humanity, right. in our, our, maybe our American understanding, mm-hmm. you know, who, how, how we view our country, you know, it's very different. There are people that do view our country in a, an extremely negative light. But then if you probably sat down with them and talked, the context would just be so different. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would change so much of how we viewed that person right. or how they viewed us. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to, I actually looked up the, the dictionary definition of Liberty because I wasn't, I know the, uh, the broad definition, mm-hmm. you know, um, but it says the state of being free within society from oppressive restrictions imposed by authority 
on one's way of life, behavior, or political views. Mm. Yeah, it, it, the first thing that comes to my head when you say that is, can we really willingly be unified without liberty? Well, and that's what she was <laughs> that's what she was arguing. Yeah. And and it just stuck out to me because I'm like I think we have definitely taken it taken for granted liberty. Yeah, yeah. Um it's a fundamental aspect of being American. Uh it's something that you will not find in any other country around the world that's, you know, in any other um socioeconomic context. Mm-hmm. No matter where you go, you will not find the freedom of speech. You know, you will not find the freedom of assembly. You will not find the freedom to bear arms. You will not find the freedom uh, to worship. You will not find all of these things. And and now we're kind of getting into the freedom aspect, but liberty is what gives freedom its power. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, liberty is the idea that gives way to our freedoms. Yeah. Um. So I, I don't know. What do you think of that? Because like it just it struck me and I've been sort of having that marinate in my mind and and kind of, OK, what does that mean in today's context? And how do we even begin to fight for our liberty, fight to make sure that we are maintaining liberty of political views, maintaining liberty you know, against any type of authoritarian rule over any oppressive rule over parts of our lives. Yeah. You know, that's a, I mean, that's a really good question. I don't know if I have the answer to that. I feel like I'd have to think about it, but I definitely agree with that. Like I think of, um, you know, if, if you are oppressed in, in any way, you, you, you don't have the, you're not willfully choosing peace, even if it is peaceful. Mm. Does that make sense? Like you can only willingly choose to be unified when you're free to do so. Mm. <laughs> you know, does that make sense? Like, you know, you think of certain, you know, countries who are, you know, kind of a communist or um, people who are actual like modern day slaves. Right. Like they're quieted down. They're subdued. They're peaceful, unified, whatever you want to call it. Not really because right. they're being told what to do. They're, they're being kept under someone's mm. hand. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It looks, might look unified, might look peaceful, but you definitely need that liberty to choose. So. Right. And that's the, that's the main factor choice. Yeah. You know, we, we can live under, oppressive forces by choice in our country. Mm. Um, and those can come in different forms. You know, we can choose to be oppressed or this country was built on and our judicial judicial system allows for us to also choose to not live under those oppressive forces. If we feel like we're being oppressed. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is, you know, we, we can, say I am feeling oppressed and then go, I mean, look at, look at the, um, the pride movement, Mm. 
you know, the gay rights movement and mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, that was a group of people that felt like they were being oppressed mm-hmm. in our country and fought for the liberty, you know, right. or, you know, they used liberty as the means to obtain their freedoms. To not feel that way anymore. Yeah, to not feel that way anymore. And and that is what our country offers, you know, that ability to to come out of oppression mm-hmm. and say no. Yeah. Uh, and you just don't have that in mm-hmm. other countries. You know, in, right. chi- in China, you don't have the ability to say a bad word against the government. In North right. Korea, you, that doesn't even happen. They don't even know that that's an option. Right, right. You know, they're not taught. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> I heard in a, another interview the other day with a, a North Korean defector. She was 13 when she crossed over from North Korea um, to China. And it's, it's a terrible story. Uh, she, she was actually able to defect with the help of a human trafficker. Yeah. Quotation marks or, or um, no, no, he was a real human trafficker. No, that's what I mean. He was a, he helped her. Right. He enslaved her. Right. Um, so, so it was helping he her got, get out, but he got into her something to China. Now, <laughs> this well. this is the craziest thing that I <laughs> I wanted to focus on. She didn't even know what human trafficking was. Like, she didn't know the word human trafficking. Mm. She didn't know the word freedom. She didn't know the word liberty. Yeah. Like, they didn't teach this in school. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just that alone shows how privileged, how important the the fundamental aspects that we founded this country on mm-hmm. are to our lives, yeah. to our children's lives, to our neighbors' lives, to that person that we hate on the other political side, to their lives. Yeah. And and maybe that's it. Maybe that's where we start to fight for liberty is to educate people on what makes this country so free. Yeah. So tolerant. I'm so sick of the, the, this country is the most intolerant and racist country in the world. I'm sorry. Homosexuals in Iran are thrown off rooftops for being homosexual or they're forced into transgender, um, therapies. Mm. To, to change their genders so that they can continue living a heterosexual lifestyle. Right, right. We have gay rights in our country. We yeah. have Pride Month. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this, this intolerance that people feel we still hold is such a sham. Yeah. And we need to start calling it out. We need to start saying, no, nah, not really. Um, you know, the racism thing, it's been so, so, I'm just going to say it, so bastardized. Mm -hmm. Is there racism? Of course. You know, wait, let's take a break real quick because our kids are screaming. Yeah. All right. And we're back. Um, Sorry about that. Two of our kids had to poop. (laughs) Um, (laughs) What were we talking about? Liberty. Our kids feel pretty free right now. <laughs> yeah. Doing podcasts at home. Um, what were we even saying? 
I was talking about the fact that, oh yeah, the the fact that I think a major step towards fighting to maintain liberty and to maintain um, even that conversation is explaining it to as many people as possible. Mm -hmm. You know, taking this definition and saying, this is our greatest asset. You know, this is our greatest achievement Mm -hmm. as a nation, really. I mean, every single country around the world looks to America, not just for culture, not just for innovation, not Mm -hmm. just for music, not just for all of these things that we, yes, have excelled in, Mm -hmm. but they look at America for its freedoms. And that is achieved through the idea of liberty. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. That's one way that I, I think we can really start to push forward this conversation and, and, and expand upon it and is just to have it on our tongues. Yeah. It's so, it's so, I agree. I agree. And it's, I mean, as you're talking, I'm thinking, you know, how to actually apply that. And I think one of the barriers to applying that, it's not actually a barrier. It's all in your head is that we have this, like, like when we see things that might be infringing on our liberty, like that's when we need to talk about those things. Oh, I see. Yeah. But, but the, the in our head barrier is that a lot of those things seem like it's almost set up in our culture right now that you look like a bad guy. If you say this is infringing on freedom or you are oppressing me when you do this, Mm. like, because somehow it gets flipped around like you're trying to oppress someone else when really you're just saying, no, well, I, w- I want freedom of speech. No, I want freedom right. of religion. No, I want to live freely to gather. Like, I'm not trying to put anyone else down. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to maintain my liberty. Right. And and it's it's just this weird thing that we have in our in our culture right now that makes you almost feel like you can't speak out against it, but but we have to, I guess. Yeah. We, and we have to take the risk of being unliked yeah. to maintain not freedom for ourselves, but also liberty for our children yes. and the next generation. Exactly. I don't want them to grow up and lose the liberty. So mm-hmm. I will take on being disliked. Yeah. Well, and I think we talked about this, you know, another time is that's, that's why we live. Yeah. You know, we've, we've kind of gotten out of the habit because we're such a, because of how, wealthy this nation is because of how uh, much progress that we've seen technologically uh, in so many different ways, we've gotten very consumeristic Mm -hmm. and it's all about us. Yeah. I mean, coming up soon is, is going to be black Friday, black Friday sales started (laughs) on Monday. Black Friday is not for another week from now. Mm-hmm. You know, from when we're recording this or when we're releasing this, it's another whole week. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> you know, we need two weeks of it now. We can't have one day. We need two weeks. Right. So, you know, that's just, that's where we're at as a country. Um, and I, I think that has led us to, yeah, not think about our kids. 
We we don't think about children because in- we've taken it for granted. Yeah, I know I have. Like you're just you're just you're so abundantly blessed that you don't even realize it. You don't and until in, until maybe it starts being you start realizing that it could be taken. Yeah, and then and then you're like, oh, oh wait. Well, I just was thinking like even when I'm thinking of that, the importance of that. You know, I was just kind of struck by the fact that like we don't really think about elders anymore. Like Mm -hmm. those older than us aren't really, they're not respected. That's true. You know, we don't, we don't look up to, and some of it, you know, we can find so many flaws Mm -hmm. in those that have gone before us, you know, because we're much more of an open book Mm -hmm. nowadays. You know, everybody's lives are just sort of out there because Mm -hmm. of social media. There's, they're out there because, you know, we can read every book you've written, every article you've written, everything you've said on YouTube, every, whatever. People are much more open and so are much more open to criticism. Yeah. I guess. But I, I think we could also be really served from looking at those that have gone before us that have all of these years of experience yeah, and saying to them, so I know you've screwed up. Right. But what did you learn? And that used to be, now don't get me wrong. I think elders have sort of abdicated that um, responsibility Mm -hmm. in America. I think, and maybe that's because more and more generations have just sort of like shunned them. Yeah, I think that's why. And they just are like, I give up. Right. You know, I give up trying to tell these youngins, mm-hmm. you know, what to do and what not to do and all this type of stuff. But they still have abdicated their roles to a certain degree. And and maybe, you know, it's our responsibility to, you know, go to them and say, I want to learn from you. Yeah. You know, I want to understand the mistakes that you've made. I want to understand, you know, the successes that you had and why. Yeah. Um, so that we can be to the first point that for the next generation right. and we can really pass on this idea of liberty, these ideas of freedoms, you know, of, of the freedoms that we have um, to the next generation. And yeah, so that's a, a super important thing. Um. I'm trying to think of where did we get on the children thing? I I said um, that I want to pass. I I want, I will risk being disliked for the sake of helping to ensure liberty for my children Uh, and the next generation. I mean, what you're outlining is the whole reason that I'm even bringing this up. You know, all of the things that you're talking about are the reason why we have to fight for liberty. If there wasn't all of those things going on, if there wasn't this, oppressive spirit that a lot of people, and I'm not even talking in a spiritual sense. I'm Mm -hmm. talking in like a cultural sense. There is this oppressive feeling Mm -hmm. that everybody has right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And they, you, you could have it because you're white. Mm -hmm. You could have it because you're a man. You could have it because you're heterosexual. You could have it because you're, um, conservative you could have it because you're liberal now right right um 
they're they're kind of homeless at this point. Uh, you could have this for so many other reasons, and it really is affecting. And going back to that definition, it's a it's it's oppressing and affecting our behaviors. Mm-hmm. You know, we act differently, we speak differently, we we interact differently with others. Um, It's kind of created this this eggshell walking culture right now. Now you have some people that just don't give a crap. They have no issues right now. They are people (laughs) of liberty. You know, they are are American eagles spread (laughs) wings wide, man. Um, And power to them. Power to them. Uh, Because that's really where I think everyone should be able to live their lives. Mm -hmm. But I think there are so many, and tell me if you feel this way, there are so many good people that want to be good and kind to others. So self-suppress, self-oppress themselves while they kind of think through a lot of this stuff mm-hmm. because they don't want to, uh, some people are just like, Nope, I'm just going to say what I feel. Nope. Yeah. I'm just going to, you know, do what I feel. And I think there's power in that. There's definitely, there's definitely liberty and freedom mm-hmm. to do that. And they should do that. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter if other people hate them for it, right. we're in America. Mm-hmm. Um, they should be able to do that no matter what their political views are, no matter what, right. You know, freedom, freedom to your opinion. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I I do feel like there are so many good people that aren't speaking out on a lot of things are censoring themselves in speech and in actions because they don't know yet if it's infringing on someone else's freedoms, if it's infringing on someone else's feelings. Right, right. You know, um, what do you what do you think of that? I mean, I, I mean, I do think you that, ever feel that? Well, yeah, um, I think a lot of people feel that way for a whole bunch of different reasons. But you just you want to be you want to be kind um, and considerate, mm-hmm. but. Some yeah, so you so you might be afraid to give your how you feel or what you think. Um, I mean, I I feel like I I can't give a straight answer because I have a lot of thoughts going through my head. But um, like because I'm looking at it on from both sides, I'm looking at it. Uh, but yeah, but you're making my point though. Yeah, you're trying to think through your answer. Yeah, and we sh- and that's not a bad thing. There are definitely people that should think more before they speak. Right. Um, you know, if there was a, if God designed some sort of 10 second, like delay in our brain to our mouths, that would be fantastic would be helpful. for our yeah. society. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe one day Elon Musk can design that. <laughs> oh, goodness. When we all have, when we all have like Neuralink chips in our heads and things oh, like no, that. No. <laughs> um, it's going to be great. But yeah, so you're you're doing that right now. What I think a lot of people are doing 
And then they just get to a point where they're like, maybe it's just not worth it to say anything at all. Yeah, yeah. Because you're going to say something that someone else doesn't agree with. Yeah. Always. Always. That's always that's, the case. Yeah. That's where I'm getting to right now. You know, I've kind of, because I don't feel like getting into confrontation, because I don't feel like getting into these seemingly worthless debates mm-hmm. sometimes on social media or or in just friend groups. Right. Um, I will just not say anything. Yeah. I think what... <laughs> Okay, so talk about, you know, trying to fight for liberty and also bring unity. You know, I think of, I feel like we've watched a lot of documentaries lately, and and from all of them, I have kind of been learning, you have to speak what you believe is true. You have to stand up for, in our case, for liberty, um, and prove yourself trustworthy through your actions and your life. Now that's hard to do because everyone probably only sees you on social media. So they don't actually know you personally, but for those who know you personally, prove yourself as a person worth listening to or, or a person trustworthy, whether you disagree or agree, you know, you can show that you are someone who actually cares about people. Right. And, um, and I mean, really, really, that's all we can do. Yeah. We can't we can't change people's minds. We can't but we can speak what we believe is going to be helpful for everyone. Yeah. Even if we're disliked and then prove as much as people are willing to see that we actually care. Yeah. With our lives. Yeah. By actually living it out. Like I mean I'm not going to bring up all these documentaries cuz that would just take a long time, but a lot of the people we've been watching have been great people and they have been through such like people hated them at first mm. or they, they ended up dying um, because people hated them, but they were, they were doing something for the greater good. And the one person that I'm thinking of actually won the respect of the community that used to like insult her all the time. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because she was just faithful. She was always there helping. She never did something detrimental. She Mm -hmm. was always there helping and they hated her for so long. And eventually they were like, Oh wow. She's actually racist reasons. Yeah. Yeah. She's actually here to help. And, um, I mean, that's what we, that's, that's all that's we can like, do. I think that's the the truest example of th- this was a entire group of people. It was in another country. She was, uh, acting as a missionary and, and trying to serve the people in that community. And I, they were just racist. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no way around yeah. that. And it worked out in the end, Yeah, <laughs> but she just was willing to do whatever was necessary for the for the community, for the people, um, to the point where she won the respect of the leaders of that community. Yeah, yeah. She, you know, she was called upon by those leaders whenever there was something really going down yeah, yeah. Um, because of the respect <laughs> she earned. And then, you know, eventually she, she would have children brought to her and she began, you know, an orphanage there and she took care of like hundreds yeah. of the children Crazy. in this community. Um, it is crazy and, and selfishness is going to be a huge obstacle for us to overcome if we're really going to effectively fight for liberty. Right. And the other thing that comes to mind, 
So we we can live that way, right? Yeah. We we speak what is true. We speak what will help the next generation. We live it. We live it out. And then we have to help those that are within our reach who are also being attacked for doing the same thing and yeah. be by their side. Like, I feel like that's that's where we get scared, or at least I get scared because I'm like, well, I mean, I have a good support system, but maybe some other people don't who yeah. are just trying to care for people yeah. and speak truth and they're getting attacked. We need to support them. Even, even if we might disagree with them in some things, if, if we know that they're just trying to do their best. Like we can yeah. support them. We can, well, this, we can help them not <laughs> feel alone. Right. This is um, one of the things that was, and the reason we need to fight for it now is because this used to be more of a commonplace notion that is slowly eroding in our country. I mean, the ACLU, I don't agree with many of the, the things that they stand for fight for currently. Uh, I, I think they've sort of lost their way in terms of what they used to be. When they started, the ACLU is an organization that basically fights for um, liberties mm. of groups, people, you know, within America. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, they fight for the freedom of speech. They fight for the freedom of assembly. They fight for all of the constitutional things that we've been granted as citizens of the United mm-hmm. States. Um, when they see it being infringed upon by governments, when they see it in being infringed by organizations, anything like that. Um, this group, when they started, literally represented, I don't know if it was KKK or neo-Nazis. Wait, they represented them? They represented them, but they represented no, no, but listen to this, though. <laughs> uh, those are terrible people, but they have a right in the United States okay, of America. Okay. No, no, but if we're going to give- <laughs> I hear you. okay. If yeah. we're going to give the freedom- You're right, you're right. And to say these freedoms, this liberty that we have been granted through the Constitution- and the Bill of Rights. Right. They deserve the same liberties as us. Every, not, not to maybe do the criminal activity that they no, no, do, no. but to, they, yes. No, no, They okay. weren't defending them against any criminal I, okay. activity. I agree. They I were agree. defending their right to assemble. Yes. They were defending their right to hold the ideologies yes. that they hold, mm-hmm. uh, whatever that is. And- I respect the L- the ACLU for defending that. Right, right. Now they don't. They have gone away from that, and they've become politicized, and they don't really. They pick and choose. Right. Nowadays, who they defend and what they defend, and things like that. And that's sad. That's sad to me because that's the fight. Yeah. Making sure that this is afforded, like you just said. You know, even if you disagree with that person, we should defend every single person's right. Yes. To assemble, to speak, to worship, to so, protest, yeah. to peacefully protest, to, you know, so those are all the, of those, these things. Those are the clear lines. Yeah. I feel like that that was actually very helpful for me. Those are the clear lines. We want people to have that liberty. Now, if they are breaking a law... Sure. No, then, yeah. Then then we don't support that. No, 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 no. But no. but yeah, you're right. 
even if even if I totally disagree with someone, right. I still want them to have the liberty of freedom of speech yeah. um, or freedom to assemble. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're going to take another break uh, because our daughter's shirt is wet. All right, we're back at it again. Um, yeah, so you were talking about just the fact that we need to fight for these liberties for everyone. Yeah. No matter their political views, no matter their their differences between us. Um, what other ways do you think that we can really push forward this this idea? Um, I mean, I don't know. I feel, I feel like those are the two major. Yeah. Whatever, whatever your gifting and calling is, live it out. Yeah. Use it as a platform to ensure that. Yeah. I mean, that's true. That's, you know, in every thing that we do in every facet of our lives, you know, seeing how we can really remember these ideas, remember, remember Liberty and make work it in, Mm -hmm. you know, um, appreciate your work more because you're working in a free country. Yeah. Yeah. You know, with labor laws and, Mm -hmm. you know, rights given to us to, uh, you know, have fair wages, you know, which we complain about all the time. Um, we complain about low wages. We complain about equal pay. We complain about all of these things. And, you know, there are children working in India right now for a penny a day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's sad. Yeah. What we, what comfort has sort of birthed. Right. You know, in America. (coughs) But yeah, I think when we are able to really start having these conversations and are able to be more open about it, uh, I think that's when unity will actually start to happen because I think everybody is longing to speak up Mm -hmm. is longing to have their opinion without fear of retribution. Yeah. But you can lose your job nowadays for just saying the wrong thing or saying you voted for the wrong person or, you know, disagreeing Mm -hmm. with an idea that is being pushed. Yeah. Um, that's not okay. (laughs) And it's not okay. And it's not free. No, it's really not. Um, because those ideas don't define you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, not holding an ideology doesn't change who you are as a person. Right. It's not criminal intent. It's not criminal activity to disagree with something. Right. Um, but it's being made into that. I mean, it's scary to see some of the things that have sort of come out of the election. Like I've seen tweets where, you know, you have people like talking about the fact that they're making lists of people who voted for Trump. What? They're making lists. Uh, They have like a entire website of people that Trump has employed or that have served in his cabinet. And like, I don't care if you have personal opinions towards any of these people and you want to Why are they not keeping like them. Well, they want to make sure that these people have a difficult time finding employment after Trump leaves office. Oh boy, yikes. Right. I mean, this was done in the Soviet Union. 
Um, so that means, you know, it's a really good idea. <laughs> we right should idea. probably try it. It's like when I see that people. It works out so well. <laughs> it's like when I see people doing book burnings. Oh, goodness. A what? A what? Not a good look. Not a good look. If Hitler tried it, <laughs> don't do it. Oh, you know, but that, I mean, that happened recently with a a controversial book that's not that controversial, but it's made controversial oh in our crazy country. Um, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and we could, and we could vent and we could, yeah. you know, rant for 10 days on all the craziness and the stuff that I'm talking about. Do they about. have freedom to burn books? Sure. Okay. Well, they do have the freedom to burn. They have books. the freedom to burn books. So we will not. Yes. Uh, we will just say they have the freedom to do that. Yeah. And that's a good point. <laughs> no, no, you bring up a really good point. They because have the freedom to do that. They have the freedom. You know, I think as long of, as they're not stolen books, as long as you didn't take them out of the library and burn them. Yeah. Are they your books? Okay. Yeah. I, I just, no, no, I think of, <laughs> I think of, we call it the the mob nowadays on social media that reach out to companies when there's something controversial or someone, you know, that, that is controversial, you know, is putting out a book or something like recently that, that book that I was talking about that, um, people were burning the book, uh, target removed the book from its shelves oh. for a few days, but then thankfully they reversed their decision because my goodness, are you serious? You're going to, you know, cave to a mob yeah. for a book. Yeah. Come on. Um, yeah, that now that kind of stuff. Now I don't know what book you're talking about, so I can give an unbiased opinion sure. here. Um, I'm like, if you if you allow any book to be sold in your store, you need to let it be sold unless it's something that is going to like. I mean, everyone, I mean, if you've heard this podcast before, you know how I feel against pornography. If it's right. like pornographic, it's going to be not something good for anyone to look at, let alone a younger person. Then don't. Yeah, don't. But like. For any other reason, really. Yeah. But I mean, if Mein Kampf is able to be sold in bookstores. The writings of Hitler. Oh, right. You know, that's what I mean. If, then if it's the all being communist sold manifesto, which has very racial tones in it, right. which people seem to forget. If, you know, um, the writings of, of, uh, oh, I'm going to mess up his name now. I don't want to butcher his name, so I'm not going to do it. But, the original writings of of Charles Darwin, mm. and I can't remember his, he had a co-writer that he worked with who was extremely racist, um, referring to black people as things that they should never be referred to as. Um, oh, boy. But these books are able to be sold freely right. in any bookstore, Amazon, right. Target, Barnes & Noble, right. doesn't matter. So we but, shouldn't be, we shouldn't disclude book, certain but books. But this book, which was written as an investigative journey, trying to answer a difficult question because it fit, it's, it falls into a narrative that oh people dislike, 
you know, we should remove it from the shelf. Which is so silly because the whole, the whole point of but, you should be able to look at a book and say, I would like to buy this or I choose to not buy this. Right. That is up to the person in the store. Yeah. But this is what I'm saying. And so I silly. like, I like how you said, but they should have the right to do it. And you are 100% correct. They should have the right to do all of these things. We should be better than at fighting for liberty. Yeah. And reminding these stores of the, the, the principles in which this country was founded. Right. And how necessary and how, how just needed that they are and how they need to remain and how they need to be, you know, cultivated and, and, um, just renewed and, and talked about more and just (laughs) all these things to combat this. We shouldn't combat the, the, the actions of another when we're saying, let us be free to act in the way we want to. There's too much of that. Mm -hmm. Like you said, there's too much act people trying to stop each other's actions. And the fundamental thing is educating people on what really matters. And that's education, education into Liberty. Yes. And to the freedoms that we hold and that are so important and that you have taken for granted. Right. Um, I think that freedom, that freedom to learn is so important. Like I think of, I think of the lady you talked about in North Korea, how she hadn't been taught some of these things. And so she was, um, you know, helped by a trafficker into China, even though he wasn't to benefit her, it was to benefit him. And she, she didn't even know about these things because she wasn't taught. So how much more do we not want that? Now, I know I'm using an extreme example, but how much more do we not want that here? We want all ideas available. We want to have people able to freely think to decide what they choose to believe or think so that they have a well-rounded education. Mm -hmm. So they don't end up into something and like, oh, I didn't even, I don't even know what's happening to me because I haven't been taught this. Like... (laughs) Yeah. It's just No, but I I again, you're you're referring to things that are If of, if we say certain opinions or certain viewpoints are unacceptable for anyone to hear, we can't make informed decisions. No, I know. It's just That's because we we've forgotten liberty. Yeah. Um so I'm glad I'm, I'm glad this this interview that I listened to, you know, this person brought that up. And uh, I think it's really helped me sort of step back from the the unity and see it from a starting point. Yeah, because um, unity is still my goal. Unity is still my desire because I want to see one America again. Mm-hmm. I, w- I don't want to see a one in the same America. Right. You know, I want to see an e pluribus unum. I want to see an out of many one America. I don't want you to be the same as me. That wouldn't happen either. That makes us great. Yeah. You know, I want your culture. I want your ingenuity. I want your creativity. I want you. 
for who you are, who you've been created to be. Yeah. And I want us to be united in our pursuit of making the world a better place. Yeah. You know, and um, I'm Miss America and uh, (laughs) (laughs) world peace, world peace, (laughs) love, happiness. Yeah, no, but I think this is a good starting point and I, I'm definitely going to be working to change how I speak on America. I want to speak on America from a positive place. I don't Mm -hmm. want to constantly, you know, if you listen to, to too much news and too much politics, you're going to think America is in a irredeemable Mm. place. And it's not, Yeah, it's really not. Um, yeah, because we all we forget. I think I feel like I'm reminded of this all the time, but we forget that there's a whole bunch of people in this country. Yes, that have different opinions yes. than what we only hear. Yes, there's a in few, social media. There's or, a few messed up people that only focus on politics right. all day. That they're lost. No, <laughs> yeah, but, but they're it's constant negativity, yeah. and that's all you're gonna get from them. But there is a huge swath of Americans that one, just want to be left alone. Yeah. And two, you know, this stuff doesn't matter to them. Right. You know, they just want to be free and yeah, we need to give more voices to them, you know, and we need to, we do need to fight where we can to make sure that everyone has voice, a voice and that everyone's voice is, Not their ideas aren't praised, but their freedom to express them is. Mm-hmm. Whenever we see someone just coming down on someone's speech, we need to say, no, mm-hmm. no, I don't agree with what they say, but they should be allowed to say yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we need to do a better job of doing that. <laughs> but yeah. Do you have any other thoughts? I mean, no, there's. Plenty to talk about always. I know. I know. We'll talk again. But I don't know. I think this is a good uh a good place to start, a good good conversation. Maybe we'll we'll revisit it in a later episode. Talk to some other people about it. Yeah. I think this is a good conversation to have with more people. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely gonna bring it up more, you know, on the podcast with different guests and, and things like that. Um Okay, let's wrap it up here. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, Go spread liberty. Go tell people about it. If you see people being oppressed, if you see people uh, being the oppressor, let them know. This doesn't belong in our country. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're a country that is free, and we want to remain free. So liberty needs to reign. Liberty needs to be central to everything that we do. Social media, books we write, the conversations we have. I'm just thinking of going into the Thanksgiving season. You know, listen to that uncle that you hate. Listen to him. Let him speak and say, I think you're stupid. (laughs) And that's your right. Yeah. But you know what? I respect your ability to say that in this awesome free country (laughs) that we get to gather around a table and eat together and disagree on things. Yep. You know? So 
All right, guys, make sure you like this video if you're on Facebook. If you see it on social media, um, give it a thumbs up, a heart, whatever you got to do. Share this video. Subscribe if you're on YouTube. Hit that notification bell. We do go live usually on Saturdays. We go live uh, in our living room and we just answer questions. Um, But yeah, so I hope you have a great rest of your week. All right, bye.